0: friend it's misha welcome to one of our mini episodes where i share a story with you that has nothing to do with your life but in a fun way helps you think about your life i believe when we can look at our life in an abstract way it can help open up insights about ourselves that we have never seen before let's jump in today's story is called the daffodil principle several times my daughter had telephoned me to say Mother, you must come see the daffodils before they are over. I wanted to go, but it was a two-hour drive from Laguna to Lake Arrowhead. I will come next Tuesday, I promised, a little reluctantly on her third call. Next Tuesday dawned cold and rainy. Still, I had promised, and so I drove there. When I finally walked into Carolyn's house and hugged and greeted my grandchildren, I said, forget the daffodils, Carolyn. The road is invisible in the clouds and the fog, and there is nothing in the world except you and these children that I want to see bad enough to drive another inch. My daughter smiled calmly and said, We drive in this all the time, Mother. Well, you won't get me back on the road until it clears. And then I'm heading for home, I assured her. I was hoping you'd take me over to the garage to pick up my car. How far will we have to drive? Just a few blocks, Carolyn said. I'll drive. I'm used to this. After several minutes, I had to ask, Where are we going? This isn't the way to the garage. We're going to my garage the long way, Carolyn smiled, by way of the daffodils. Carolyn, I said sternly, please turn around. It's all right, Mother, I promise. You'll never forgive yourself if you miss this experience. After about 20 minutes, we turned onto a small gravel road and I saw a small church. On the far side of the church, I saw a hand-lettered sign that read Daffodil Garden. We got out of the car and each took a child's hand and I followed Carolyn down the path. Then we turned a corner of the path and I looked up and gasped. Before me lay the most Glorious sight. It looked as though someone had taken a great vat of gold and poured it down over the mountain peaks and slopes. The flowers were planted in majestic, swirling patterns great ribbons and swaths of deep orange, white, lemon yellow, salmon pink, saffron, and butter yellow. Each different colored variety was planted as a group, so that it swirled and flowed like its own river with its own unique hue. There were five acres of flowers. But who has done this? I asked Carolyn. It's just one woman, Carolyn answered. She lives on the property. That's her home. Carolyn pointed to a well-kept A-frame house that looked small and modest in the midst of all that glory. We walked up to the house. On the patio, we saw a poster. Answers to the questions I know you're asking was the headline. The first answer was a simple one, 50,000 bulbs it read. The second answer was, one at a time by one woman, two hands, two feet, and very little brain. The third answer was, began in 1958. There it was, the Daffodil Principle. For me, that moment was a powerful, life-changing experience. I thought of this woman whom I had never met who, more than 40 years before, had begun one bulb at a time to bring her vision of beauty and joy to an obscure mountaintop. Still, just planting one bulb at a time, year after year, had changed the world. This unknown woman had forever changed the world in which she lived. She had created something of indescribable magnificence, beauty, and inspiration. The principle her daffodil garden taught is one of the greatest principles of celebration and of life. That is, learning to move forward toward our goals and desires one step at a time, often just one baby step at a time, and learning to love the doing, learning to use the accumulation of time. When we multiply tiny pieces of time with small increments of daily effort, we too find we can accomplish magnificent things. We can change the world, and we can change lives. It makes me sad in a way, I admitted to Carolyn. What might I have accomplished if I had thought of a wonderful goal 35 or 40 years ago and had worked away at its one bulb at a time through all of those years? Just think of what I might have been able to achieve. My daughter summed up the message of the day in her usual, direct way. Start today, she said. It's so pointless to think of the lost hours of yesterday's. The way to make a learning lesson of hope and growth instead of cause for regret is only to ask, how can I put this to use today? All right. I hope you're looking for the lessons from these stories that make you think. If there's any questions or insights you have, don't forget to reach out. I would love to hear from you. You can DM me on Instagram at my friend Misha. I'm here for you. I'm here for you to help you take a little bit of time for a mindset check. That will alter your days and by so doing, alter your life. I'm here to remind you that in your life you have more power than you think you do by breaking it down and walking through it with you. And I'm here to help you feel encouragement radiating from your body to live the amazing life that's in front of you. Keep on keeping, my friends.